0: Good afternoon. It has just turned 12 o'clock and welcome to the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. My name is van Franikak and this show is brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business. Well, the market uh, seemed to be a bit nervous ahead of the U.S. interest rate decision uh, due tomorrow. Overall markets seem to trade a bit higher, uh, uh, although the exchange rate uh, of the rand slipped a bit. I'll speak a bit later to Wayne McCurry of FNB Wealth and Investments. To help uh, us make sense of the markets. Financial Services Group Peregrine also announced results as well as the, the disposal of its securities business for more than 900 million Rand. And I'll speak to Group CEO Robert Katz uh, in a minute. But first, let's look at the major indicators. The JSE All Share uh, is up around 0.2%. The Resources Index also up around 0.2%. The JSE Industrials um, up uh, nearly a quarter uh, of a percent. Financial Services up 0.4%. The gold index also slightly higher at 0.1%. Inter- international markets also seem to be uh, mostly higher. The FTSE 100 up uh, nearly 0.2%. The DAX uh, 0.1%. The CAC 40 up 0.3%. Earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei closed 0.4%. Higher. Shanghai lost nearly 1%. The Hang Seng was also down minus 1.2%. Uh, on the currency market, Rand is trading at 13 Rand thirty four against the dollar, seventeen Rand eighty against the pound, fifteen Rand sixty nine cents against the euro. A Bitcoin will cost six thousand four hundred and forty-one thousand dollars, uh down nearly two percent and in Rands ninety thousand two hundred and fifty two Rand. Gold is trading at one thousand two hundred and ninety four dollars, Brand Crude at seventy five dollars and fifty seven cents, platinum again under nine hundred dollars, uh, currently trading at eighteen. $896. On the capital market, the R186 is uh, currently trading at 9.04%. Let's look at some major movers on the JSE: Glencore up nearly 3%. Um, RCL up 2%. Mondi and Old Mutual uh, around 1.8%. And uh, Hammerson Nearly 1.4%. On the uh, negative side, um down uh, 3.7%. Implats uh, down 2.8%. Um, and several other retailers, Mr. Price, the Fushini Group and Clicks down around 1.7% percent but let's uh, look at the peregrine results Uh, the group results uh, announced results for the year to the end of march headline earnings for operating businesses up seven percent to 470 million rand or 218 cents a share the dividend uh, up 10 percent to 117 cents. Uh, The group also announced the sale of the Peregrine Securities business for uh, 910 million. On the line is group CEO Robert Katz. Uh, Robert, welcome to the show. Um, You know, the the comment in your results, uh, you refer to the election of Cyril Ramaphosa as a a positive thing for South Africa, although it hasn't translated into improved economic growth in the country, um, and that the, the results need to be seen in the context of this environment. But the largest part of your financial year was under the Zuma administration. Um, what was the actual impact of the Zuma administration on uh, on your business?
1: So the impact on the Zuma at, uh, presidency on our business was that the investor confidence in South Africa was poor. Uh, because investor confidence was poor, we saw muted investment uh, across the board. We're a, a an asset manager and we uh, in the securities business trade volatility and uh, you know they, we just didn't see the volumes coming through the south africans were nervous south africans were sitting on the sidelines and uh, you know waiting for for the electorate results in december mm. so you know in the first you know certainly the first uh, period of the financial year it was it was a tough business environment to be in south africa from a morale point of view mm.
0: But things have changed. There is uh, some more, you know, buoyant investor confidence. Uh, Unfortunately, that uh, allowed the RAND to strengthen a bit uh, and uh, now weaken a bit again. So it's still very volatile. But have you seen those increased volumes coming through under the Ramaphosa administration?
1: No. We we haven't per se seen seen an increase in uh, in business under the, uh, the, the Ramaphosa presidency. But what we have seen is a... A buoyancy and an uplift in the general South African psyche, which is very, very positive for our business. I think that people are more politically settled in South Africa, which is versus the Zuma presidency, and that's a positive. And we do believe that, uh, you know, in time that will translate to something positive for South Africa. So we are hopeful. We are Mm -hmm. hopeful. It's more positive, certainly.
0: The EBS growth of 7%, um, you know, you you uh, state that it's acceptable within the uh, context, um, but you were hit by the RAND.
1: We were certainly hit by the RAND. Uh, you know, it, it's fair to say that a large part of our business is RAND dependency. Almost all of our operating businesses have a significant influence on the RAND. If you look at how the RAND on average performed uh, in the two currencies in which, which we trade, really, um, in dollars and in pounds, the rand strengthened on average the year seven percent and six percent on the pound, and that is going to have an impact on earnings. If you translate all of that into uh, headline earnings, that's after all minorities and taxes et cetera, it equates to you know it would have, our, our earnings growth would have gone from seven to thirteen percent. So it, it 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 is material. What has happened subsequent is you know with the rand weakening um, to, to 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 today's levels. We do believe that, uh, you know, um, we will see an uplift in earnings should that happen. And, you know, we are of the opinion that uh, that the RAND will, uh, you know, will, will not strengthen, certainly. So, you know, if, if the RAND stays at these levels, uh, where they are to the dollar in the pound, we think that it will be... Good for our business in terms of rand earnings.
0: Mm, well, a nearly a doubling of the hips uh, number, but um, I think it's very visible in the uh, results of Citadel, one of your big um, operating assets. Um, asset yes. under management went slightly down, although there was an inflow of nearly five billion, um, and 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 that yes. shows you the 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 impact it can have.
1: Exactly right. Exactly right. And uh, the reality of the situation is that um it has a material impact in in assets and management, which has a consequent impact on management fees and uh, and performance fees what we have seen now where the rand today when last i looked this morning was at 1336 that's very positive for 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 citadel you know the rand where we closed the year end was at 1185 at the end of march so you've already got you know uh the, you know the one rand fifty uptick in terms of translation, which you know on a book of close to forty five billion, you know is very very positive. That's why I say you know our businesses are dependent, uh, you know to a large degree on where the rand is. So far, it's gonna, in the, so far in this year, it's positive.
0: Mm. Your other operating assets include Stenham, uh, Peregrine Capital, uh, Peregrine Secure Peregrine Securities, and Java Capital. Um, were, were there any outliers uh, amongst those uh, those businesses?
1: No, I think Stenham performed very, very well. The performance fees in Stenham were good, um, and the uh, annuity flows in both the asset management and trust uh, the businesses were, were were pleasing. Peregrine Securities' uh, results were, were were below that of last year. Um, I think there, you know, many reasons for that. The the low volatility that I spoke about in the first six months of the year had an impact. We saw uh, you know, reductions in the book that, 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 that you know we managed, reductions in the yield, and we saw you know, an increase in costs. So that business had a very, very tough year. Um, the hedge fund business had a very good nine months. In the last couple of months, uh, performances were a bit muted. We have seen flows out in that business, but in line with the industry, the industry over the last 18 months have lost. Um assets in the hedge fund businesses, and you know we have you know taken our share of those asset uh, redemptions um, yeah
0: mm. peregrine securities um as you said not the the best result, um but you're selling it. Why are you selling it
1: so the reason that we're selling it is that Peregrine last year in September unbundled all our proprietary assets, and the reason that we unbundled it is we didn't want to have volatility in our income statement, we want it to be a low-capital, high-dividend player. What we found subsequent is that Peregrine Securities doesn't actually fit that refined strategy because this is the single business in the Peregrine Group that actually has a desire for capital, and because of that desire for capital, can't pay out a significant portion of its dividends on an annual basis, where Peregrine want to be a very, very high dividend payout business with high ROEs and low capital calls. We decided that uh, you know we wanted to, uh, to dispose of this business and be left with a Peregrine that meet the definition which i've just described Mm.
0: you have uh, around what is a 2.7 billion rand of cash in the bank if you get another 900 million it will give you a nice little little kitty no no no
1: no no, no, i must correct you there it's not 2.7 billion at all most of that cash is securities uh, in terms of 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 consolidation so it's not cash that 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 we can avail ourselves to at all the reality is that the peregrine at the center holds very very little cash the reason being is that you know whatever retained earning we do have, we pay out via dividends, hmm. uh, and we took a decision last year, as I mentioned, to 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 unbundle all our surplus assets. So uh, it's a bit misleading. That is an IFRS balance sheet. It doesn't mean that we can go and distribute 2.6 billion of cash to shareholders tomorrow by any stretch of any imagination.
0: Well, thank we you. Don't
1: for have a surplus balance sheet.
0: No, thank yeah. you for correcting me. Then just lastly, 900 million. Are you looking to expand or reinvest that money?
1: So what we will be doing is we will be looking to, you know, using a portion of the money to redeem some of the debt which we've incurred recently in capitalizing the securities business. We will also be looking to return a large part of that to shareholders, either by way of share buybacks or special dividends. And we may decide to keep a little bit aside for for future acquisitions.
0: Thank you, Robert. That was uh, Robert Katz. He's the CEO of the Peregrine Group. On the line now is Wayne McCurry. He is from f and uh, Wealth and Investments. Uh, Wayne, welcome to the show. Uh, a pretty decent deal. Um, we haven't seen actually large uh, deals in, in the market in recent times.
2: No, we haven't. I mean, and it is quite a big deal. I mean, they're selling off their fund platform business and the securities business. And the share's up about 5%, so it was quite well received by the market. Look, this is an intensely competitive part of the market. In fact, Asset management, securities, anything is uh, exchanges. JSE highly competitive, and margins are under severe pressure. So it is competitive, and obviously they want to get a bit of capital in, release a bit of capital, and then the other businesses, which is which is in effect uh, um, the the selling arms, if you want to put it that way, uh, are not that capital intensive, and maybe they get a better return out of it.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I think it certainly looks like a decent result. Uh, You know, the financial services sector is under pressure. And, you know, looking at the the tomorrow's announcement in the US, uh, we will probably see higher interest rates um, and that will have an impact, uh, you know, but we've seen a weakening of the RAND um, in in the, the last few days, but surely that should have been priced in earlier.
2: Now, look, I mean, I've also learned this. Everyone knows it's going to happen, but the day that it happens is that actually the rain starts to weaken. Look, there is a bit of emerging market jitters around, but it's what we've been discussing for a long time now. This is the end of the U.S., this, of this particular cycle. In other words, you had very strong economic growth with incredibly good equity markets, and now you're getting to the end of that cycle, and interest rates so are going up and inflation's going up. So it's actually a very normal development what's happening It doesn't mean it's good at just a normal development, and I think this will continue, but the one bright side of this particular gloomy gloomy, uh, story is that this end of the cycle is not going to be nearly as intense as previous ends, in other words, 2001, 2002, and 2007, and 2008, simply because there's not nearly as much excess in the system now as what we saw at the end of those two cycles. But unfortunately, we're going to continue, I think, having a reasonably rough time on emerging market currencies, emerging market bonds, emerging market equities, and equities in general.
0: Yeah. Well, well. in March, we saw the rand at around 11 rand 60, and that's less than three months yes. ago, and it's down now yep. around 14%. How much do you think of yep. this can we attribute to international developments and emerging market noise?
2: Virtually all of it. Look, I mean, I suppose after the, the heavy heights of Ramaphoria, we could have expected a little bit of weakness, but... Ninety percent, eighty, ninety percent of this is what's happening overseas. And when you look at fair value for the rand, fair value for the rand is probably somewhere between, you know, let's call it twelve fifty for want of a better number. So the rand's actually slightly undervalued at this level. I don't think it's going to strengthen, but understand that the rand ultimately does return to a fair value. So if the rand stays where it is now, in a year's time, fair value will probably creep up to thirteen or thirteen fifty. So the RAND, it's not that much of a catastrophe, and I don't think it's going to blow out to 15 or 16 as we've seen previously. I just don't think there's enough pressure, but it could certainly touch 13, 50, 13, 18, maybe even 14 in the shorter term. But then should it do that, and you believe that fair value sits somewhere between twelve fifty and 13, should bring some money back from overseas. But of course, no one ever does. When the RAND starts to collect, people just want to take more money overseas. Yeah. So... Just always remember, in the grander scheme of things, where fair value for the currency actually
0: sits. Yeah, And I think many people regard the rand as the, the country's share price. Um, you know, the lower yes, the it rand, is the worse it's going. And it's actually not the case. Um, it's it's Maybe you should rather look at the bond rate, which is a lot more stable, and uh, although that is creeping up as yeah. well. Um, Ooh, it's,
2: it's come up strongly in the last few months. It's up a full percent, yeah. in line with other emerging markets, so... You know, at this level, you know, maybe you should consider buying a couple of bonds, quite frankly.
0: Nine percent is nine uh, is percent, as they say. Nine
2: percent nine percent, yeah.
0: Yeah. Just lastly, uh, Sea Harvest um, bought uh, a big business in Cape Town yes. or in the Cape Viking Fishing Group, nearly 900 million rand. Another big deal. Um, the share price also reacted quite positively.
2: Yes, but fishing is... Uh, Quite frankly, I think it's a terrible industry. Uh, You are subject to so many things totally and utterly beyond your control. And then clearly the the fishing industry is the subject of quite intensive scrutiny by the government to to ensure that there is very, very good uh, black economic empowerment credentials in all of the fishing industries before you get your fishing quota. So this is a tough industry, and it doesn't surprise me at all that it's consolidating, and I think that will carry on.
0: Anyway, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you, Wayne. That was Wayne McCurry of FNB Wealth and Investments. Well, unfortunately, this is all we have time for, and this show was brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business.
2: Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to psycha.co.za.
0: And that's it uh, for this edition of the MoneyWeb Admirage Show. Thank you for tuning in.